Welcome back. This is Cassandra. And I'm Carmi. And this is Too, Too Good, Good to, to Be, be true. true. And this week we're starting our first segment of watching either a movie or a TV show or documentary or what have you about uh, a fraud or a scam situation. And then when we're going to discuss it, uh, like I said before, it probably won't be much of a review because... I don't know. I mean, I can give it some stars, but I'm not, I'm not one of those people that picks up on like the, the tones of things and the certain usage right. of color and this scene having an Easter egg kind of situation. I'm just not one yeah. of those people. I, I just watch the I movie can't in either. general. I just watch it and enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, I just take in the big picture overall. Yeah. And then if it ends up having some kind of crazy twist at the end, like, you know, uh, the dead, the kid that sees dead people. What's that movie called? Yeah, what is that movie called? The Sixth. Yeah, the Sixth Sense. If it's something yeah. like that, that at that point, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, the door handle was red, and this was red, and there were yeah. clues. If I go back and rewatch something, I can pick up on more things. But when I initially watch stuff, it's like I'm just watching it to enjoy it, just to enjoy it, just yeah. to enjoy the experience. <laughs> yeah. So this week we're going to be talking about. Emily the Criminal it is a movie that was released on Netflix last year, last summer, and we both really enjoyed it. It was we, pretty good. We did not watch it together. We are, are trying not to really watch too many things together. That way we can develop our own independent opinions, thoughts and opinions yeah. and then discuss it for you rather than having gotten all the discussion out and then we're just being boring and rehashing stuff we've already said. Talked about, yeah. So I'll tell you what. Two things off the bat that I feel like I learned from this movie. Two takeaways. <laughs> One is, I don't ever want to be involved in any of the type of shit that goes on in this movie. <laughs> it's too anxiety inducing. Second of all, don't fuck with people from New Jersey. Oh no. <laughs> you didn't already know that? <laughs> don't, you didn't that, already those know that? My, those are my two takeaways from this movie. Yeah, no, I already knew that one. <laughs> I enjoyed the movie because, and we've talked about this before, not on the show, but just ourselves. I enjoy films and shows that make me question my morals, like Breaking Bad or right. Good Girls or Nurse Jackie, where somebody is doing something morally either bad or questionable, and you have to sit there and think, does it matter why they're doing why what they're, they're doing? doing it? Yeah. Does it matter who who they've hurt necessarily? Did they deserve it, perhaps? Maybe they right. didn't. It kind of... And then there's situations where they're obviously doing something bad, and regardless of their motivation, it's just inexcusable. It's just inexcusable. But it's, yeah, still, it's a show, and you get attached. Because, like, in Nurse Jackie, she's straight up a drug addict, cheater, right. And I, the whole time, I'm like, oh, I don't want her to get caught. No. Yes, throw away the pee. Because you're like, throw away the pee. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then in, in Breaking Bad, of course, you know, you don't want Walter White to get caught and Jesse. Right. And then when it came to Good Girls, I swoon over Manny Montana, the guy who plays Rio in that yeah, show. Yeah, I've heard like, a lot of people say When a lot he's of like, get in the car, Elizabeth. I'm like, shit, I'll get in the car. Pull up. Yeah. I'm getting in the car. But yeah. in reality, if a man really spoke to me like that for real, 
he can find himself he in a bitch because I will not off. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, full no. on ready to break up with my last boyfriend yeah. thousands of miles away from home with no one I knew around because he said something really disrespectful to me. Yeah. Rio would not stand a chance. I would just be like, get, get out. No, mm-hmm. I'm not getting in the car. In fact, you get out of the car because I'm taking it. It's mine now. Exactly. Anyway. Getting actually into the plot of, of Emily. We start out, very first scene, already really tense. Yeah. It's already really tense. Because it kind of is. <laughs> she's in a job interview, and it's really not going well. She's interviewing in some kind of medical office, some kind of position. I don't know yeah. if it's a receptionist, assistant, something like that. But it seemed like it was something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, it's never really specified. Yeah. But she is in a job interview in a medical office, and she's questioned about her record. And she had a DUI from her college days, and she was caught because she ran a red light while driving some friends home. And at this point, the interviewer has told her that they didn't. They do didn't have the full check. background check. Yeah. They only had a little bit about right. it. Which, how would you only get a little bit of a background check? That already is weird to me. But yeah, he's telling her they only have a little bit of information, and can she just supplement what they already have? And she talks about the DUI, but then he brings up this... A whole other... Yeah, an aggravated assault conviction from 2016. And at this point, she's asked to explain that, and she gets upset with the interviewer for not disclosing that he had her whole background Background check check. and information, which I... Which... I agree with her. I agree I'll tell you what, I have... I have thoughts about that. His whole thing, he goes, "You, you should be honest... Then why weren't you? You weren't honest. Why weren't you up yeah. front with her to say, hey, I pulled your background check. I noticed you have this conviction for aggravated assault. I noticed you have a DUI. Clearly you have a rough past. Can you explain, Can you explain what it? happened and what you have done to, to grow since then? Literally, those there are the exact thoughts I had down in my notes. Because I was like, first of all, he lied about the background check. That makes him look bad to begin with. Mm-hmm. So how does he expect her to be forthcoming with the information about what happened? Right. It's bullshit. And I think she would have been more upfront had he not lied. Right. Had he That's just been open and said, can you tell me about this? She probably yeah. would have been like uncomfortable and maybe she wouldn't have provided a ton of detail, Details? but she would have talked to it and well, said, yes, that happened. Clearly it was a difficult situation. Clearly she yes. was in a, in a relationship that it, it was a lot going right. on. Right. And we'll go over that later. But like, that's going to be a tough thing to talk about for somebody. So it's like, why would you press the issue? Right. And why would you bring it up in that way? Yeah. I've always said, and I'll say it again, that you can tell a lot about the job itself through the interview process. If you're being interviewed and they don't have their shit together, they're late. The person you're supposed to be interviewing with is not there. They can't clearly give you job details. They lie to you. They omit things right then and there. I already know. I don't want to work for these people. I can already tell what working for them is going to be like based on the interview. And I won't say what it was, but back in the day when I worked at a big box store in retail, that's how my interview process was. They poorly planned the interview time. I got there. The person I was supposed to be interviewing with wasn't even there. She was off that day. 
And the only reason I got the job was because I sat down in a chair and refused to leave and said, Until someone then else you get me someone else. Yeah. Because I came here I for an interview. I remember us having a conversation about this before. <laughs> and, and even then, I was already, yeah. I was so close to just walking, walking out, out and just being like, you know what, I'm not even interested. But I really, really needed the job. I was over a thousand miles away from my hometown. I was living in another state and I really needed a full-time job with benefits and good money. And while it didn't pass the good money check it had everything else and at least had some stability and it's just it exact it was exactly what I felt it was going to be once I got hired it was just a shit show and I was like I knew it I knew it was going to be like this and I stuck it out for way longer than I should have I think we've all been there yeah and then so after all this goes down with Emily and her interviewer she just rightfully so gets pissed off pissed and off. she just leaves yeah. the interview after saying that she only applied because she has $70,000 in student loan debt. $70,000 in student loan debt. So she leaves there. She goes to her job at a kitchen. She works at, like, some sort of catering business. Yeah, I was going to say, like. it seems to be a catering or de- or just a delivery kitchen. Yeah. And she takes food to an office setting for employees there. And as she's leaving after dropping off the food, another employee, Javier... Javier Santos. Yep. He stops her as she's walking home and convinces her to take his shift for the night so he can take his son to go play in a baseball game. So she says, at first she's not really into it, but he really needs the coverage. She could use the money, so she agrees. And as a thank you, he hooks her up with someone to be a dummy Dummy shopper shopper. (laughs) which if you don't know what that is it's using fake stolen or cloned credit cards to make expensive purchases which are then sold for a profit to a third party so they're either basically stealing or cloning someone's credit Credit card like say they're taking my credit card and then they're going to a store and they're buying a high ticket item and then then they just go sell it on the street on top of already not having spent their own money on it spending my money on it right and they're going to go sell it yet again for For more profit. profit yeah after this emily goes home and she's on the phone with one of her credit card companies that she seems to be having trouble paying and she's asking how much interest is accumulated and why so much and that kind of stuff and it's obvious that yeah, she's, she's like i made a payment and it like on. didn't go anywhere it like didn't go down at all yeah and i don't know if it's a credit card or one of her student loans yeah but i mean if you have a student loan or you know somebody with a student loan it's not uncommon you pay and you pay and you pay and you pay for years, years. and your balance goes Literally. down by like a dollar or in some cases the balance actually goes up after you've paid and paid and paid because of the crazy interest rates yeah. on these loans. I have seen people pay on their loan for 15 years and have a higher balance than when they originally took the loan out. Yeah. Student loans are insane, predatory. They yeah. themselves are a scam. It, it is true. And you see that, like, she lives with a couple, like, some young Who couple. They're, like, her don't roommates, even I guess. Really they don't even acknowledge her. Did you either, notice that? Though. It's an Asian yeah. couple. And they're typically speaking whatever in, in Asian language they language, have. They're yeah. speaking to each other. And it's like they're not even really friends with Emily. She's just kind of there to fill in the rent gap, I guess. We then see Emily texting this contact for dummy shopping. To which he replies, do you want to make $200 in an hour? And then he gives her an address to meet up for an explanation of the job. 
Right. And Emily doesn't immediately reply to that, at least not that I saw. I think she gave it some time to really think it over. Well, yeah, I do think she did because she she had, like, a cra- that crazy night with her friend mm-hmm. or whatever at the bar the night that that was kind of wild. Right. <laughs> her friend Liz that she had, it's like her best friend from high school. They went to school together in New Jersey but they also went to art school together. Mm-hmm. But they know each other all the way back from from high school. From the 973. Yeah, apparently that's important. To them it's important. I don't know nothing about New Jersey, so it has no There's relevance. There's just a thing in a lot of places to say your area code for some really? reason. Yeah, that's a thing? I, it's a thing even uh, where I was living in Louisiana. The people in Lafayette tend to say they're from the 337. And some of them, I've even seen some of them get like a tattoo. Right. Three three seven or whatever. And I know nine seven three is the area code for Newark, Newark, New Jersey, because I used yeah. to work for a company that serviced them, and that definitely was the area code. And while she's with Liz, drinking at this yeah. bar, she talks she, about her need for a for real cash, job, like a real job that gives her real money, because she's not making enough money to like do what she needs to do and take care of what she needs right. to take care of. Right, and then she tells Liz that she's thinking about going back to New Jersey and living with her stepdad for a little while to save up some money, and Liz is like, do you really no. want to do that? And she's <laughs> like, well, no, not really. So Liz... Then offers her an interview for a graphic design, design job, job yeah. but Emily is apprehensive again because of her record. Yeah, because she she's a friend. Well, I mean, when you go through an interview like she did previously, you would be apprehensive about it because you feel like everyone's going to be judging you, right? And then obviously, then they go ahead and grab their drinks. And I don't know if you picked up on this or not, but there is kind of a little implication that Emily might have a drinking problem. With the way Liz kind of was like, oh, you're drinking? And she was like, I'll yeah, take it she easy. she did say that. She said she but was only going to have, like... on it again. Well, and then also, she said she was only going to have, like, one. And they went they balls went nuts, to the yeah. wall. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. They did more than drinking, and they went balls to the wall. Yeah, so and I don't know what that was. I don't know if she had a drinking problem or if she's just too wild when she does. Does? So she was like, nah, I can't. Because, it, it, again, it never really gets addressed again. It doesn't. It's You're just right. like that one little scene, and I'm like, oh, maybe she has a drinking or a Well, it's just like the roommates. They don't, they're there, but they don't really explain how she knows them, how she rented the right. room off them. They don't really explain any of that. They're just there. <laughs> right. Because even a later scene... They just come out in the kitchen and grab stuff and look at her and then just walk away. Right. It's very weird. So after this night at the bar, Emily then goes to the address provided by the hookup to talk mm-hmm. about the dummy shopping job. And her ID is scanned and the guy calls Javier to confirm that he did give her the number. And she then has a new photo taken for a fake ID, I presume. Yeah. And sits down for an orientation where dummy shopping is explained. I would say there was probably, like, at least 10 people there. Yeah, there there was was a handful of people. Like, 10 to 15 people total. Yeah, and each person gets their own little credit card, and they're told that if they have any apprehensions or worries about doing anything illegal, they're free to go at any time, no questions asked. And he tells them, don't bother calling the police because we haven't done anything illegal yet. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? They can't do anything. So after they get their credit cards... They're then instructed to purchase a flat screen TV and wheel it outside. And at that point, they'll receive their $200. $200. Yeah. 
No, Emily is one of the people that is a little on edge oh, about the yeah, whole Yeah, she's like, I don't thing. know about this. Yeah, so she actually gets up and starts to leave. But she's called back and decides to stay after she questions the leader a little right. bit on some things. So she gets her card and she goes to the store and she purchases a flat screen TV for $1,999.99. Which is a lot. It's a lot for a TV. Then on the way out, she's approached by this security guard and he's like, oh, are you going to pay for that? And she's like... She kind of freaks yeah. out a bit for a second. Because I did, too. I was like, for what? Who? You just watched her pay. And then I was like, the Her dumbass grabs... Hat. <laughs> and I thought this when she did it. I was like, her dumbass yeah, grabs a hat at the store, which honestly, I feel like... And she puts it on to, like, I guess, try to disguise herself or make, she's make herself... pulling a Joe from you. <laughs> a Joe from you, basically, yeah. And it's like... I feel like that made her look more suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. More suspicious if, than uh, anything. Here. And then she obviously forgot to put it back. So the guy stops her on the way. I was like, why would you? In <laughs> some places, that's such a dead giveaway of somebody shoplifting that you're not even allowed. In Lafayette, right. you're not allowed to wear a hat or a hood inside the Inside stores. the store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got to take that it That makes off. sense. And the contact whose name is Yusuf, we learn. He meets up with her, and he gives her the $200. And a burner cell phone, and instructs her to wait for a text the next day at 1 p.m. If she wants to make some more cash. He says she'll be paid $2,000 for the next job. Let me tell you, I'm watching this movie, and I'm going, dang, they really upped that real quick. quick. (laughs) One day it's $200, the next day it's $2,000. I think that first $200 one is your quick... Get a taste of it. Pretty right. low risk. It's, that's how they pull it's you in. It's pretty low risk what you do. Because how many times do you that's go shopping they and they in. actually ask for your ID or compare your signature? They don't. Yeah. So what she did that day was pretty low risk. It gives them a little taste of how it's going to go, you know, and they get kind of roped into it then. And then with the promise of $2,000, it's like, okay. Okay, this be, sounds good. I could do I this again. Easy yeah. I could, I could make an easy 2000 Let me tell you, the 2000 not so easy. Not so easy. Well, Emily goes home and she's sketching in her sketchbook because, as we said before, she's an artist. Then the next day at work, she tells Javier, she texted the number and asks if he ever did a second job after the first. And he says no, but he's very curious. He was curious about it. He thought about it. Yeah, for but a he minute. wasn't willing to risk it again. So he took his yeah. 200 and that was it. Then she gets a call from Liz while she's at work. And Liz tells her that her company just hired some new people and she won't be getting that interview. Which, let's be honest, we kind of all saw that coming. Saw that, yeah, it was kind of a You get, can't get a, promise get away, yeah. people an interview or a job. You can't, you can't do, do that. that. Even yeah. when I was getting you that job at the place where you still currently work, I never there's told no you guarantee. for sure you're yeah, going to get no this guarantee. job or you're going to get this interview. Now, did I irritate the fuck out of everybody until you did? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but I didn't promise it because there was you and you that. You can't make promises. Yeah. You and that one other girl that were interviewed. And I was like, I like my person better. Oh, just so you know, I like my person better. <laughs> and don't you like my person better? And Sarah, exactly. Sarah was like, yeah, I kind of liked her better. We got it. Everybody liked me better. <laughs> and Emily gets upset that she's not getting this interview. And she's just upset in general about the way her life is yeah, going. Yeah, she's having so, a rough time. So she tosses the burner phone in the trash in the restroom, but then she goes back to get it, and it has a text that just says, 
yes or no. And she leaves work to meet up with Yusuf for the next job. This is where she's given a black card. And black cards have no limit. Right. Black cards are just, you spend what you're going to spend and you pay it back. Most people that have a black card are pretty wealthy. Pretty wealthy people or celebrities. Can easily spend a couple hundred thousand on the card and pay it off quickly. Which is why they aren't too concerned about it. And... She's instructed to make a purchase and leave within eight, eight minutes, minutes before Yeah, they the tell bank. her she only has eight mm-hmm. minutes because they're going to run her credit. And she has to make sure that she gets out of there before she gets made, well, basically. The, the thing is, it's not that they're going to run her credit. It's that the bank they has an bank. authorization yeah. limit, regardless of what <clears throat> the credit limit is. Sometimes, Sometimes the bank that is will true. still Banks, have an authorization limit. Yeah. And they're going to call and confirm that she meant to make that big that of a purchase. purchase. Now we, yeah, I'm not gonna say we because I don't work there anymore. But where you work, I know that had to be done a few times with right. wires. If somebody was wiring thirty thousand dollars somewhere, I had to call that person prior to any of that going down and being like, "Did you really, Did you really want to do want this? To Did do you this, really yeah. want this to be covered?" You have to like confirm it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she takes her black card and she goes into this shop. And I guess it's, I don't even know. It's the shop itself has got to be shady. Like they're kind of, it seemed so the way that she has them. Like, I don't know where they're getting. Why were there pets? And it looked like a pet store on the ground level. I feel like they were probably like getting stuff on the black market. Yeah. I don't know what was going on with that. (laughs) But the way, and then the way they handled it, it was almost like it was a legitimate transaction and they wanted everything to go it really did so it was weird but at the same time it seemed like they also were doing yeah shady things she goes upstairs with these men and she's in an office with two guys and she's supposed to be buying a car and she tells these men that she's only picking it up for her boyfriend because they ask her like does she want to test drive it and she says no and they're like really like anybody who's buying a car wants wants to to test test drive drive it it. and she said well it's not going to be mine it's for my boyfriend. He test drove he it yesterday, it. so yeah. I don't need to do that again. And to pay for it, she presents a cashier's check for some of it, which was also given to her by Yusuf. Right. And then she puts the rest on the black card. And she gets up to fill out a form. And this is when her time is, is running out. It's running Because out. Like, she's ready yeah. to leave. She tries to leave, and the guys call her back, and they're like, you got to fill out this form. And she's like trying she to fill out the real form fast as quickly. Like, no need to yeah, rush. they're like, you can slow down. And she's like, no, nope, get it done. Here you go. I gotta go. <laughs> and then she finally gets in the car, but one of the men stops her and they ask her to go back into the office. And she's like, why? And they're like, oh, you missed something. Yeah, we we missed something. It was something we should have done back in the office, but we forgot. It's our fault. My bad, kind of thing. Right. And she's not buying it, and neither am I. She's like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. What she's like. So she goes to leave, but he pulls her out of the car by force. And she's able to actually get back in, though, and drive away. But then the man gets in his car, and he starts he chasing chases her. her. 
and they end up getting stopped by a box truck doing box truck things because they're somehow they're always, always getting in the, in the way. way. Why are they always in the way? They're always in the way. God, what? It's like, what is it about box trucks? And just how, what, maybe two, three months ago we had that box truck truck take out a whole bridge? Right. Can y'all relax? Can you, whatever is going on with box truck people, can we not? But they both slam on their brakes. He gets out. Emily gets out. But she pepper sprays his ass. <laughs> Which was hilarious. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. And she gets away. She gets her $2,000, but she's understandably pissed. Pissed. She she's got injured. got a bloody nose. Yeah. She's attacked by this man. She's like, you said I was going to be safe. Yeah. That's bullshit. Bullshit. And then he's like. What? You know, it is safe or whatever. And she's like, yeah. She's like, that's why you get other people to do it. That's why you don't do it yourself. Self. Yeah, exactly. And then she tells him she doesn't want to be involved anymore. And she starts to leave. And then she's kind of dry heaving because she's really upset about everything. So Yusuf gives her a ride back home and goes into her apartment with her and helps her ice her face. And this is the time when I was saying how the roommates... She's sitting at the table. She's bleeding. Bleeding. There's they a strange man no, they have never they've seen. They've never seen him. He's icing her face. They don't ask a single question. They didn't question. ask a single They question. just grab their food out of the fridge. And they go just sit, sit down there on the couch. And like pop on an anime less. or something. Yeah. And are just watching TV less. and eating. And it was very bizarre. It was very weird. I at least would have been like, "Hey, are you hey, okay? What's like, going what happened? On? Who's this? Right? Did he do it? Do I need to? Do beat I need someone? to kick this guy out?" <laughs> yeah, I it was weird. And Yusuf shows her this picture of an apartment complex he intends to purchase. And Emily asks him how much a person could really make doing what doing he does. his job. Yeah. And at this point, it's obvious she's getting drawn back in because she's seen she's getting his aspirations and his yeah, dreams. Yeah, they were talking about their dreams, and she said she dreamed to go to South America, mm-hmm. and he's telling her about how he's going to buy that complex or whatever and fix it up. And yeah. And she goes back to her normal kitchen job, and she finds out that since she was out without some notice, her hours have been cut. So we're not happy with that. She's already, you could tell, the wheels were turning. She's thinking she's about like, rejoining hmm. this situation. Now, her hours are cut. She's going to be getting even less money right. through her legitimate job. So now she's she's really like, okay, what choice do I have? So she returns to Yusuf, and he shows her how to make the fake credit cards. This time, he's not just giving her a card. He shows he's her, how, her to how to do it. make them. Yeah. And he also gives her a taser for protection and some tips on how to stay safe while running the dummy shopper business. He tells yeah. her that if she makes less than $5,000, she can just keep the money and she's done. But if she makes more than that, to hit him up to continue working together. So she right. takes all the shit and she goes back to her place and she's practicing. She's making herself she's some cards. She's making herself some cards. She, she's starting her own little... You know, criminal business, basically. That's why it's called Emily the Criminal. Yeah, she's starting her own little branch of it. And we then see her meet up with some guys. She's selling this stolen merchandise that she bought. And they're attempting to haggle with her. But she ultimately gets the item sold. She's kind of a badass. Yeah, she's kind of like, fuck this. I'm not playing with you. She's like, fuck you. You're not going to 
haggle with me just because I'm a, it's like they were looking at her like oh this little woman this little girl we're gonna the thing is I think pull it, one over on at her. this point she's still a little unsure of herself and she's still a little naive but you can tell she's kind of like coming into herself at this right. point she's finally tapping into that little bit of badassery and right being like, and she and you know she's what? got I can do this she's got a lot of like Actually, she's pretty smart. She's pretty resourceful. She's got a lot of knowledge. She grew up in Jersey, so, I mean, She's like, street smart. She's street smart. Now, the guy isn't wrong when he says, we didn't need to haggle with you. We could have just taken it. They could have. I mean, it's true. He's not lying. They were, that is he true. He was a big dude. He was a big he guy. He really could have just one hit taken And he wasn't by himself, and, either. Yeah. He had someone else with him. Yeah. So, she's, she is lucky in that way, that they yeah. were willing to negotiate rather than just doing that. But, also, I just, I love Aubrey Plaza. And the people that say that Aubrey Plaza can't act because she only acts like herself, I don't believe that. If I they don't saw either, her because in this honestly, film, in this, she wasn't anything totally like different. anything else There's I've another seen her film in. that she's in that I absolutely adore, and we could possibly even do this one at one point, because while it's not a scam or a fraud involving money, she's basically making herself up as a fraud like she herself is the fraud is the fraud like right. she's pretending to be a different person completely entirely than who she is and the movie is called Ingrid Goes West and I just love her in it I don't think that she is only playing herself I don't think she's a bad actress I think she's talented and I liked her in this role yeah I thought she was really good and after she's you know selling the stuff out of her trunk to these guys she has done well enough by this point that she receives more credit card numbers to make more right. fake cards. And at this point, she seems to develop a little bit of a friendship with Yusuf. But it seems to be a problem for Khalil. Khalil, his cousin. Yeah, and the other guy running the scam with him. And he's a little older, and he's not down with this whole friendship situation. Yeah, he basically has to, like, lie a little bit about their relationship, kind of. Mm-hmm. And what he's got her involved in. Right. And Emily then has another TV to sell. And she's meeting up with this guy at her place, which is breaking one of the one safety of the rules. rules. He gave her caught. two rules. One was don't sell the goods at your home and don't hit the same store twice right. in one week. And she's already breaking She's already this. fucking this up. Don't meet at your home. She got a little overly confident, friends. A little bit, yes. And the man and his accomplice, a woman, I don't know if it's a girlfriend, a daughter, whatever. Yeah, don't, don't know. Don't care. It's... But the man and this woman, they break into her place then. They follow her up to her door and they're like, oh, we'll go in and get it. You know, we'll just, we'll just pop in quick. Well, they get in. And the man holds a box cutter to Emily's neck. To her neck throat. Oh, God. While the terrifying. accomplice takes the cash from her safe. And she was puppy sitting Liz's, Liz's dog, dog. But they take the, they dog take the dog because this dog is, you know, a purebred dog. At this so point, I was freaking out. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, so she was I. So I was so worked up because <laughs> I, I, was like, I was like, I was like, like holding I was, my breath. <laughs> yeah, I'm scared for Emily because I'm afraid he's going to kill her, even though I know the movie's not going to continue if he did. So yeah. I'm like, but I'm still scared. I'm pissed off. They're taking the dog. dog. I'm, like, I'm not down with any upset. type of yeah. dog abuse or anything like that. So I'm already thinking. I was like, if they hurt this dog, I'm going to be pissed. I didn't think they were going to hurt him. I figured they were I'm probably going to take him it. and sell him yeah. or use him as a bait dog, maybe. In which case, I still am not okay with it. Yeah. Also, I'm thinking, well, then her relationship with Liz is pretty much over. Screwed, yeah. Because how do you say how do you, you say, went to Portugal oh, you know and I lost your dog? I lost your dog while you were gone. Yeah. 
And this accomplice says that there's at least $100,000 in the safe that they took. This is where we see the full transformation take place, I think. She really... This is where she realized she's that bitch. She she really does. She takes ownership of of what she's doing and she kind of gets out there and she's like a... She really just becomes who she needed to be. So (laughs) Emily, at this point, she's like, oh, hell no. They did not just take my money and this dog. You are not taking my shit. grabs her taser and she walks back out to the truck. She gets to the window and she tases the man, like, right in the neck. And then she goes to the other side. She grabs the woman accomplice, throws her out of the the car, pulls her ID out, looks at her ID... She confirms the woman's name and address, and she's like, you know where I live? Now, now I, know I know where, where you, you live. live. And I'm like, you badass. I, love I was you. like, get it. <laughs> she then grabs the puppy, and I'm not sure about the cash, because I didn't see that, but maybe she grabs the cash. I know she cash. definitely she grabbed got the, puppy. the dog. She did, because it was in, like, a bank envelope gotcha. thing, okay. and she grabbed so she's it from got the all girl. the money, and she's yeah. got the puppy back. She goes back into her house. And then Liz comes back from her trip. And she meets up with her at a party at her place, and she introduces her to a couple of copywriters. Right. Who ask, what does Emily do for a living? And she just tells them, credit card fraud. (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) I'm like, she really didn't hold back. She was like, credit card fraud. And they're probably thinking, oh, Oh, very funny. funny. No, she really did it. And she invited Yusuf to the party, and he gets introduced to Liz. And then Yusuf offers to pretend to be Emily's boyfriend, since she doesn't really pretend. know anyone at Let the Let me party. just tell you, he can say whatever he wants. There was definitely some chemistry right. going on with these two if right. you watch the movie. And Liz meets Emily and tells her that someone at her office just quit, and that her boss had just texted her asking if she knew anyone for the role. Right. So here we go again, Liz. Again, Liz. And Emily says, of course, she's interested, and she agrees to come by Liz's office that Tuesday at 11 a.m. to be prepped for the interview. Right. And they leave the party. While we're leaving the party, Emily and Yusuf drop the, we're faking being into each other, and they're really into each other now, and they yeah. end up sleeping together. They end together. up sleeping together. Then Let Emily, me say, Yusuf... He's, he's, he's not hot. a bad-looking guy. <laughs> he's not a bad-looking guy. He's a good-looking guy. guy. He's pretty sexy. He's got that mysterious thing He's got going. a nice body. Yeah. I was like, get it. Get uh, it. Yeah, exactly. Know? I was like, go for it. Just do it. And the next day, I think, who knows? We don't really know days here, but I think it's the next day. Emily meets Yusuf at the apartment complex, and he shows her things and starts telling her his plans for the building. Right. And we're developing more of a relationship. And she asks him if he owns the place yet, and he says, soon. So he doesn't right. own it yet. Which that, although, like I said, I'm not big at picking up on clues, that I was like, oh, fuck. He's not getting this place. He's not getting He's this not place. getting this I, place. I didn't realize it at that point either. I was like, I should have, honestly. Yeah, I, I knew it. As soon as he said soon, I was soon. like, you're not getting you're it. You're not God getting damn it. it. And, and then he's like, I did you a favor. Now you got to do me a favor. Yeah, and he then asks Emily what she would do if she had the money. Pay her loans? And she says yes. And he asks if she would make art, and she also says yes. Yes. And she would paint because that's what makes her that's happy. That's what she likes to do. That I understand. You do what you want to do that do makes you that happy. Makes you happy. 
And Emily says she just wants to be free to experience things like travel mm-hmm. and being able to paint for the joy of painting and stuff like that. And this is where Yusuf then tells her, you need to do me another, another favor. Because she, she, yeah, and he pretended to be her boyfriend. Now she's yeah. going to do him a favor. And the next scene is them visiting his mother. His mom. And Emily. Lovely lady. Yes, I loved her. I Lovely was, lady. I actually realized, like, while I was watching the scenes with his mom, that I was just smiling the whole time. She was, she was really just such cute. a nice, lovely lady. Yeah. And Emily gets along well with his mother, and they all take a shot together. <laughs> she was funny. And, yeah, she was. She Holy is a fun shit. lady. And his mother talks about how proud she is of Yusuf and how he will be a successful though. businessman. Because then the cousin shows up and kind of ruins everything because he's an asshole. But like you'd think the mom would pick up on the fact that that guy's a fucking asshole. <laughs> I mean, people have their blinders on when it comes I guess to, to family. I guess that's to true. anybody that they really care about. If you care about them, yeah. yeah. And Khalil, he shows up and he pulls up this surveillance camera footage from a store on his phone, and he lets them know that Emily has broken rule number two: don't go to now the same place twice. Now she's broken both the rules. And since she has gone to the same place twice, the store has now posted the footage online. As they do when they're looking for, for a theft. Yeah. Like a, a thief, I should say. We've all seen the videos. Yep. And he then tells Emily that if the police find her, they may find them. And that's when that's everybody starts to get very anybody. tense. Yeah. Then we get to Tuesday and Emily goes ahead with her meeting with Liz at her office. <laughs> and she's shown the rules she'd be filling to prepare for the interview. Then afterwards... She goes to pick up Yusuf, and he's bleeding. So they get wherever they're going, and Yusuf tells her he's done with Khalil. He says he wasn't paid by he Khalil wasn't getting paid for, for five se- months. For several months, yeah. For five months, and that the guy selling the apartment complex said he needs his the money now. now. Yeah. So Yusuf went to Khalil to tell him, hey, this guy needs his down payment now, and you haven't paid me. Can you pay me so I can make this down payment? And Khalil just basically just up was like, and took oh, everything well. and just peace out. Well, before that, he oh. you know he had talked to him and he had said no. He oh yeah that's right and he did talk to him once and he said no. At this point, Yusuf then plans to steal from Khalil, to steal from the Khalil. merchandise, the cards, the machines, the money, everything, all of it. Clean out the bank account, and he asks Emily if she wants to help. And she's kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. That's like a lot. That's really going in there, you know? He kind of lays it out for her. He says, you know, Khalil's going to blame you for this regardless. He is going to blame you for it because he's already seen you break the rules. He knows we're too close. You know, you're going to end up getting the blame for this anyway. And Yusuf says that if Emily helps him rob Khalil, her cut will cover all of her debt. Right. And I'm assuming That's she's... That's enticing. I'm assuming she's down because the next scene is them waking up in bed waking again. Waking up in bed. Yeah. So she's like, all right, cool. And Emily goes to her interview then after being prepped by Liz. And she goes to the interview at the ad agency. And she just immediately connects with the interviewer. And she explains that she left college after getting a felony conviction. And that she also had legal fees, student debt, and living expenses from taking care of her grandmother, so she mm-hmm. didn't go back to school. And the interviewer then tells her that the job she's interviewing for 
is an unpaid internship. It's like an internship. Emily, at this point, now this one I don't think was warranted. The first guy, for sure. For this sure, one, yeah, he was an asshole. This seems like, uh, this is Liz's fault. Liz should have been up front with what this was. Was, yeah. But Emily ends up going off on the interviewer. I agree. She shouldn't pay. have taken it out on that lady because Liz didn't really tell her the truth about all that. Right. You know like, what I mean? There's no way Liz didn't know that this right. was an that unpaid. That it was going to be unpaid. And she should have said that. She should have given her the choice. Do you... Right want to take an unpaid internship and work your way up or should I just not tell them that you're interested this was a Liz thing it was shitty and it's at certain points I get a vibe from Liz almost that she thinks she's better better yeah Mm -hmm. I agree and so of course Emily doesn't exactly nail the interview and she doesn't get the job she doesn't want the job and she ends up meeting up with Yusuf at the storage locker to rob Khalil, and it's empty, as is the place they were doing business out of, and yeah, he, like, their bank accounts. Out. He cleared and the bank everything. Accounts, everything. And Yusuf gets upset. He blames Emily going to the store twice in one week for what happened. Emily shoots back. Khalil was he always going to do this anyway, this and it's yeah. true. And it's she's true. right. She's he, right. He was. She he shouldn't was. have done that. But he's right. Yeah, he was going to yeah, use yeah, Yusuf right. for as much as he could and then bail. People like that always do That's that. what they do. Yeah. Then Emily asks where Khalil is, and Yusuf says Santa Clarita, and that there are millions of robbers there, so it's not safe. And Emily's like, I don't give a shit. We're She's going. like, we're going, we're gonna and go we're talk getting to this, and we're getting what's owed to you, and fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and she tells him, hey, we have the upper hand we have an opportunity here because khalil isn't expecting you to fight back because you never yeah have. because he wasn't he never has he was just being Yusuf taken has always just of. been a door yeah. a doormat to khalil, to khalil and just done whatever he wanted so she's right there's no way khalil would not expect this. that yeah this is where emily finally tells the story of her felony assault charge mm-hmm. she's telling yusuf because They've got. They've close. got a connection. Yeah. And she said it was a guy she was dating, and they fought all the time. And one day she just finally snapped, and she tells him her one mistake was that she didn't go far enough, because if she had, she would have actually scared him. Right. And scared people don't call the cops. Don't call the cops. Yeah. And she just goes to Yusuf then. Don't follow me too closely. And she's out. Yeah, she just, she goes full on balls to the wall. Oh, yeah, she does. She learned. She's going far enough this time. She's, good. she's like, I'm not not she's going like, far not enough this time. Not repeating that. Yeah. We're going. All right. And she rings the doorbell, and a younger guy opens. She tells him that she's food delivery. And yeah, she's got her uniform on and everything. Yeah, and she had she had her shit yeah, going. Yeah, she was ready. And, and he is kind of... He's a little apprehensive. He's a right. little, uh, I don't know. And she's like, listen, I can just walk it in there. It's a lot of stuff. It's a big order. She's got the bags and everything to make it look legit. But, yeah. And he's like, oh, let me go get Khalil and you can talk to him. And she ends up just tasing the kid. The guy. I mean, his taser's yeah. really coming in handy. She tases him. Yusuf comes up behind her. They tie the kid up. They then sneak into the house, and they use the other guy's phone that they just tied up to start to texting the other men the other people in the house. and lure them out of the house. Yeah. And they tell what he's 
what was it? His car died or he was in an accident or something happened something to him happened. on some certain particular street. Yeah, or something. so they had to leave and go pick him up. And then after that, they sneak up into Khalil's actual room and they think he's in the shower because, you know, the shower's running. The shower was running. Get into the bathroom. No Khalil. And as she turns around, Emily sees Khalil walk in behind Yusuf. Right. And she screams, but it's not fast it's enough. Not fast and enough. he ends up hitting him over the head with something pretty heavy. Something it's solid. hard enough to really knock this yeah. guy out. And he then tases Emily and he begins to choke her, but she stabs him with the utility knife that she has. Yeah. And she holds the knife to Khalil's throat and asks where the money is. And he says he doesn't have it. He keeps saying it's not yeah. there. But she's for real. She's, she's like, going to kill you, him. I know it's here somewhere. So he finally tells her there's cash in the fridge. And there is a trash bag of cash in the bottom drawer. So she comes back and she looks at Khalil and she goes, can you breathe? Can you talk? Call an ambulance. Call an ambulance. And throws, and throws the phone, the phone at, him. at him. It's so and funny. And she grabs Yusuf and she takes him to the car. And then, then we get into me sobbing. Because he's really not doing he's well. He's not doing well. And she can't find his car keys. She's She thinks she's finally got this. She's got the she money. She thinks they're going to escape. She's going to get out. They're yeah. going to live a life together. Yeah. She just needs to get him to a hospital. But she can't get his goddamn keys. And I was stressing so bad. I was I like, know. get the keys. Get the keys. Get the keys. Get the keys. She didn't get the she keys didn't in time. She the keys. Yeah. And spoiler alert, Yusuf dies. It's really sad. I was sad. I really was. I liked him. And Emily just leaves with the bag of cash. And while that seems really cold, you think about it. In that situation. In that moment. Yeah. In that moment, you just went through all of that right. for this bag of cash. And the person that you love, well, he's not there anymore either way. That's right. just his he's, body. He's what are you going yeah. to do? Are you going to hang out with the dead body that... There's no bringing him back. You're going to get caught by the police. You're going to go to jail for you a very long time. You can hear the police time. and the ambul- ambulance sirens coming. Yeah. And she just, like, or grabs the stuff. you can accept that I can't make this yeah. man come back There's to nothing life. she could do at There's that There's nothing point. I can do. I may yeah. as well take the money and go try to live a better life. I felt life. for her, I did. honestly. Yeah, I did, too. Moment. I was so sad. Well, Emily just wipes his blood off her face and gets on a bus. The police raid Emily's old apartment, but it's clear she's that her belongings It's so gone. funny because they, like, go after her roommates, and it's so funny because it's like they were so oblivious. Yeah, they had no time. idea what was going on. And then we finally catch up with Emily in, I'm assuming, Mexico, because that's the easiest place to get to. From no, California. she was in South America. Was she? Yeah, because that's where she wanted to go. Did so it, she ended up did going. Did say that? I just thought that she, she went to she Mexico. Is. It's even in, like, if you look up the movie and see the okay. story. Okay, I knew me. she was somewhere. Yeah. and she. Had... It was obvious that she did what she wanted to yeah. do, which was go to South America. And she had exhibited in an earlier scene that she knew Spanish, so. Yeah. I mean, obviously. It was easy for her Obviously, to... the actress herself is, I believe, half Puerto Rican, so yeah. she's going to speak Spanish. But in in the movie, she definitely does, and... So she's down there. We see her. She's doing she's, her art. She's but she's also doing some other she's things. She's running her own dummy shopping scam. And she's using 
the speech the from same her original orientation. Speech from her orientation. Yeah, I thought that was cool. So overall, I think I'm gonna try and give a real rating. I would say four out of five stars. I can't give it five just right. due I agree. to some of the plot holes, some of the stuff not being explained, like why Liz said that to her about right. drinking. There were some things that they mentioned but never went back to. They it. never kind of like up why up. was also, that even mentioned? I had to deduct a little bit just because I was salty about Yusuf dying. Yusuf dying. Why couldn't they have ran off to South America together? That right. would have been sweet. And then, like I said, I just I really enjoy stuff that. That makes me question my morals, you right. know? Because literally it made me think to myself, what would you do in that situation? And it just, it kind of boils down to the fact that, yes, I can definitely empathize with what Student they're going through that and, leads them yeah, up. up to you that. know, Yusuf is an immigrant in a new country starting from he's scratch. He's got to find a way to make he's got to find a way to yeah. make ends meet and live and survive. She's got all this student, student loan debt. debt because, like I said, in America, student loan, they're sharks. They're they just, are. They predators. really are. They come for blood. Yeah. And, and so I totally understand it and I empathize with it. But at the end of the day, I've been homeless. Right. And I didn't steal a goddamn thing yeah. during that period. Now, granted, I was not homeless for a very long time. But I was, and I was over a thousand miles away from all of my family, mm-hmm. and I was sleeping on a pile of blankets on somebody's floor, and I will forever be grateful to that person, person? for allowing me for to sure. do that. But I didn't steal anything. I kept my job. I went to work every day. Nobody at work even knew what was what going, was going on, on with you. Because yeah. I was actually staying with somebody that I supervised, and I didn't want to risk either of our jobs by letting them know no. that I was, like, sleeping on her floor and using her shower. Mm-hmm. So we just kept it quiet. Kept it we didn't quiet. tell anybody. And so it's like, I totally empathize. I get it. I understand things are not black and white, mm-hmm. and that some people might feel desperate enough to do that. But at the end of the day, I'm thinking, but did the victims deserve it? They, these are still people that these did nothing to her. That did nothing. That got their credit card, card. accounts stolen right. or cloned or whatever. Or anything. And she's out running a scam. A scam. And they yeah. don't deserve that. Mm-hmm. So as much as I empathize, and at that point... Yeah, I there's think, a lot of... There becomes a lot of innocent yeah, victims. And I would think, at that point, understanding the circumstances, I would encourage maybe a lesser sentencing... And restitution. Right. But I wouldn't say she shouldn't go to jail at all because she did still commit fraud Fraud. against people that didn't deserve it, that had nothing to do with it, that she was stealing from. It's Mm -hmm. still a crime. It's still a bad thing. I agree. Regardless of the circumstances leading up to it. There are circumstances where you can commit a crime and I'm 100% for you getting off. Like, oh. if you, like, these young if ladies... If you're a battered victim. That are, yes, these young yeah. ladies that are raped and they kill their rapists, mm-hmm. bitch, let them go. Let them go. Let them go. They did the world a favor. <laughs> and, yeah, I agree. And self-defense, of course, is always something that I'm mm-hmm. going to say, let them go. It was self-defense. For sure. They didn't I agree. make that person attack them. It's not on them for making that person stop attacking them. I 100% And so, agree. but this... I mean, this is money. This is fraud. This is something that you did not have, you didn't have to do. You have to do that. Yeah. yeah. So at you the had end all, of the day, other alternatives. You just yeah. It was still a choice. 
made this choice to take this because you, it seemed easier at the time. Yeah, it was like the lesser yeah. of two evils to you. Yeah. And I get it. But like I said, I really enjoyed it. Overall, it was... A decently paced movie. I wasn't bored at any point. Ne- neither was I. It was really The good. story made sense. I mean, some of mm-hmm. them, it's just like, you're like, what the hell? Yeah, How sometimes you feel happen? like they just threw some yeah. shit together. But, but it made sense. Yeah. The characters were likable. The, the characters were not supposed were to be likable were definitely were not. not likable. Fuck Khalil. Fuck the best the friend wasn't very likable. I didn't like Liz. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like Khalil. Yeah. I loved the mom. I liked Yusuf. I liked Emily. Mm-hmm. So, my four out of five star rating stands, and I say, if you haven't watched if it... If you haven't, check it go out. Go watch it's it. It's good. If you have watched it, talk to us about it. Clearly, we have thoughts, and we want to hear yours. Yeah, if you do end up watching it, let us know what you think. Yeah. And with that said, if it seems, seems too, too good, good to, to be, be true, true, it, it is. is. And you can find us on our socials, Facebook, Too Good To Be True Podcast, Instagram and TikTok, too good to be true pod. If you want to email us with anything you feel like saying, I really don't care. If it's a story, yeah, I would a just love to hear from somebody. Anything at all, you want to just tell us about your day, whatever. It's too good to be true pod at outlook.com. Don't forget to rate and review us. And the number one thing, talk about us. Tell people. Tell, tell people. your friends. Tell your coworkers. Tell your mom. Take their phone. Tell your aunties. Subscribe for them. Yeah. Tag them in things. Mm-hmm. Follow our socials. Put us on your stories or whatever. And thank you to Kyle thank you for to doing Kyle. that. That was awesome. And yeah, you know, just engage with us. We want to hear from you. And if you go to our main website, you know, Anchor.fm/slash Too Good to Be True, you can even submit a voice note of yourself talking and let us know if you want us to put it on the show. You can be a part of the show. Or you can support us with a little monthly donation so that we can get better soundproofing, better equipment. And we just thank you for listening. Bye! Bye. Pajama, like, like undershirt is a thermal because you know we live in the tundra, but <laughs> th- that shirt is from like 2007. Yeah, that shirt just will not quit. I, it doesn't even have a hole or anything in yeah. it. I'm like, god damn, okay, hot topic because that's where it came from. Yeah. It's a thermal <laughs> from Hot Topic with Nightmare uh, Before Christmas on the All front right. and Jack Skellington. And I have been wearing that shirt as a night shirt. As like an undershirt yeah. in the winter for like literally almost Forever. twenty years <laughs> yeah. now, and the shirt is still just like hanging in there. I'm good. I got it. You could probably that the shirt would stop a bullet. Okay, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that if I was wearing that shirt and somebody shot me, the shirt would just be like, it just be like fuck no, and be like instant <laughs> repel. That's so funny. Maybe it's like. Like Harry Potter has the invisibility cloak. Like oh, yeah. maybe I have the Jack Skellington thermal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, that's so funny.